Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of Can't Stop Snapping, the official podcast of MarvelSnapZone.com. Hey, just wanted to say thank you everybody for the feedback last week and and being patient with us uh, with the audio issues. I know that can be frustrating and it makes it harder to listen to the podcast and enjoy the conversations, but I do appreciate the many people that still supported and listened last week and we have resolved those issues for this week, so appreciate the patience. Uh, This week, we actually anticipate having two episodes. Uh, First, the episode you'll be listening to today, or after this episode comes out, is about the patch notes and the patch that released last week. Uh, But later in the week, we will have another episode that will break down the new season pass and the Black Panther card and how that synergizes with uh, existing decks and with new deck strategies, etc. So look forward to a second episode of Can't Stop Snapping later this week. Make sure you are following the podcast you have notifications turned on so you never miss an episode. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of Can't Stop Snapping, the official podcast of MarvelSnapZone.com. We are here to talk about patch notes, and you know it wouldn't be patch notes without my good friend and co-host for patches, Loot Muncher. Loot Muncher, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me again. R- really excited to talk about this one. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into that, I just wanted to see how things uh, went with the latest cube brush. I think you guys did a bracket for the first time. How how did that go? We did, and it was intense. It's not only we bring the great action, we bring the drama too. So Kawa last minute had to back out on us. So uh, Stone Donkey was coming out of the booth and coming down and playing, leaving me and Super Tech got in the booth and playing in the tournament. Then, in the first round, uh, Jesse James' uh, power goes out, or internet goes out at his house. Can't get on. So, Wendeberg gets a round one by. So, then, you flash forward, and it's Wendeberg from the first round by versus Stone Donkey, the last-minute replacement in the finals, and it's wild. Wow. Yeah, I, I, did, I did catch some of it, and it... it yeah, it just crazy things happen when you you're on live TV, right? Basically, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, awesome. I, uh, I know that there's gonna be a little bit of delay on it, but uh, it it will soon be up on Marvel Snap Zone YouTube. So make sure you go check it out there. Yeah, awesome. It, it's definitely worth the watch. Well, so we are talking patch notes for the November third, uh, twenty twenty two patch. Uh, not as many card changes in this patch as me and Loot Muncher have discussed in previous patches, but there are some interesting things we want to talk about. And first thing first is uh, a feature. This is a new feature that was on the roadmap we saw. These were kind of the in-development features. Uh, and we've got the first one, which is titles. So kind of the text here in the patch note says, titles have been added to the reward pool for collector's reserves on the collection level track. Titles are now visible in the matchmaking screen when you load into a match. Let your opponent knows know what's up. Um, so, Lou, I think I felt similar to you, right? When I kind of saw this on the roadmap and stuff, I was thinking it would just be like, uh, you know, superhero loot muncher or like, I'm cool loot muncher. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't think that much of it. Um, but... Uh, what are your first impressions of this new feature? I guess I should start there. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think this, so in my mind, this was going to be just card names. 
The Hulk, Captain America, Nick Fury, Peter Parker, you know, Uncle Ben, whatever. Uh, and then what they did with it, the funny writing cleverness of the group to come up with it and to have humor and self-awareness with the list that has come out. And these, you know, I don't, not a dev or anything, but I'm, seems pretty easy to just put titles and fonts in the game and words that people can read. So why would you just do this more often? Like yeah. everyone, you know, hey guys, take a 15 minute break, chill out, relax. Think of some funny names and submit them and then we'll, you know, let's keep working. Yeah. So, so just again, to explain for listeners. So when you unlock these titles, you can kind of like uh, assign them to your profile. So when you load into matches, it'll say your username, but it will also say this uh, title with your name. And like your catchphrase. Yeah, your catchphrase. And so <laughs> me and Lee Witcher have the list here. We were actually reading through them before recording, and I'm like trying not to laugh already. But uh, we were reading through the list of some of these, and and man, these are good. I think we want to read some of these, Luke Muncher. I'd say we don't do all of them because we want to leave some surprises mm. out there for people. But uh, what are you, some of your favorites here from the list? All right, so right off the bat, we're not going to say the best one. The best one, though, read the entire list. Read the entire list. And at the very, very bottom, the very, very best one waits for you. It's a gift. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what are what are some of your favorite ones on here? Uh, so, I'm just kind of looking from the top. I'm just going to throw a couple out. Uh, gooey, yet firm. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, what is it? Uh, Flapper Flipper. Uh, 90s was the best decade. <laughs> Eagle Eagles Snap. Uh, there's just so many good ones. Yeah, I love. Uh, 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 if you snap, I slap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this. Star Wars call out there. Uh, Ego yeah. take the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What are the other good ones we found in here? A uh, mom. This one kills me. Mom says this is my last game. Oh, oh! I just saw this one. I didn't even know this was before. There's one on here called Top Chef. So we've <laughs> done on the Cube Rush before. We did the Iron Chef Challenge, oh, where man. I gave the competitors four cards that they had to put together in their decks and then build a deck around it. Yeah, it was so much fun. So. Uh, a couple other good ones on here. My child is an honor student. Uh, embarrassing parent. Uh, bumper sticker, essentially. Uh, Never lucky. Most juicy. Uh, <laughs> I got them variants. I mean, the list goes on and on, basically. that That's just a taste of what they've put in here. So uh, props to the developers at Second Dinner because they did not have to go this hard, but they, they did. So... Uh, I'm in love with titles, you know, uh, talking about the roadmap several episodes ago, I was kind of saying titles, whatever, not excited about it. You know, it's the bottom of my list, but they're just taking every piece of what they do for this game and making it special. I, I'm just saying if everyone wants to clip this and send this to second dinner and say that there should be a cube rush champion title put in the game. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like how do we, where do we where do we submit our own uh, offerings for names, right? For the list. Yeah, like how awesome would that be? Can't snap, snap, uh, can't snap, can't stop snapping podcast 
a guest or whatever. Yeah. Like, it would oh. be so dope. Oh man. So yeah, I hope I hope there's more of these to come. They've got a pretty pretty good selection to start us off, but I hope they just add more and they make call outs to kind of funny moments from the community. So Yeah, 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 for sure. When 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 uh Mephisto comes out completely leaked completely changed they're like do you really think we were going to release him like that <laughs> yeah oh man well awesome let's uh let's jump into the next section here so we've got the general section here uh so a couple of high level things we'll go over quickly uh well i should say two of them will go quickly one of them i want to i want to talk to your uh, thoughts on this loot muncher so first things first character logos have been added to avatars within the avatar selection menu to more easily understand who each avatar represents Nice add, nice accessibility feature. Not a ton to say there. Uh, also in the general section, ability to resize gameplay window with default to 60 FPS on PC. Nice to have. But the one I, I want to... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, just, just real fast, I just want to say, I think the character logo has been added to the avatar to the extremely new player, new to Marvel. You're yeah. just learning about these Marvel things. You just started dating someone or got a new friend group that is into this thing and you want to get into it. This is a great starting point. Yeah. Who's Hawkeye? Who, who's Vision? What? Yep. And especially when some of them are like variant art, right? It's a little harder to tell who the character is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For defi- sure. For definitely sure. a welcome accessibility feature. Um, the one I want to hear your thoughts on, Luke Muncher, just right off the bat. Uh, this change and, and how you understand the change because I may understand it a little differently than what I've seen online. Boosters earned after a match will now favor cards with less than 20 own boosters. How do you understand this and what what's your take on this? So what I'm assuming is even if a card is legendary but you only have like 15 uh boosters for it but you have like three commons in your deck that your lower car- booster you need need boosters in order to get it up to split it and start over again so it focuses you on getting that first before the other yeah so that's kind of how i understood it i saw some people thinking that this replaced the previous system which was uh, there's some built-in mechanic where common and uncommon cards uh, get a higher drop rate for um, boosters. But I see this as an additional thing, kind of how you explained it, right? It It's maybe when you're in a situation where a card, no matter its level, that has less than 20 boosters, it targets that one first. But I think if all the cards you have have more than 20 boosters, I still think it favors common and uncommon. I'm just... I, I'm interpreting that because it doesn't say that it's changed, that it's not doing that anymore. So it's a little bit of an assumption on my part, but I think that's how you understand it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely sounds like it. So, yeah. So I've, see, I've seen some people upset online saying, oh, why would they change this? This is unfair. You know, now I can't target my common and uncommon cards. Obviously, we, look, we, may, we may get more clarification, but that's how I understand it. Go ahead. Look, I have a few connections over there. I could message someone real fast. Like, can you come on and clarify this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would it would be good to. We'll have to maybe post on on Twitter when we have this uh, when we release this episode because, um, I just feel like they would call out if they were removing that uncommon and common uh, higher rate drop for boosters. But I could be wrong. So, well, the, well, that's what I'm saying. I could message someone right now and be like, "Hey, do you want to come on and clarify this for us so we know?" Yeah, so well, we hey, the podcast. 
you you go for it. Yeah, if uh, I, I think we'll keep going down the list here, but if somebody if somebody's got two seconds, we'll uh, we'll bring them in here. So okay, uh, we'll, we're continuing on here. We have our art and visual effects section. Um, again, a couple of things I'll probably read through quickly here, uh, but then Loot Muncher, I want to hear your your take on at least two of these. I think that that kind of call more attention to me. So. I'll go through the fast ones first. So lots of additional visual polish and updates to the game, user interface, buttons, game board, and more. It's just, I mean, they've been doing this through the whole beta. Every patch, they just polish things up. They clean up the UI a little bit more. You definitely can see some of those things when, you know, when you load into a match, uh, the UI is a little crisper, a little cleaner, etc. They updated the card visual effect for Magic to reflect her recent ability adjustment that she can't be played on turn six. So that kind of, that visual effect will warn you that she can't be played on turn six. It's the last turn to play her on turn five. And then on PC, they added a click and hover state for many buttons that did not have them. So that's kind of the, the fast list. So these next two, Luke Muncher, want to hear your thoughts, your takes on these. So card upgrade sequence has been sped up and added the ability to skip midway through. So what's your take on this? Because they made it longer. They made the animation longer and bigger, and now they've kind of sped it up and given you a new way to skip. So what's your thought on this? Oh, what was that one more time? I kind of got lost. I was messaging. No, you're good. So the 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 card upgrade sequence has been sped up and add and they added the ability to skip midway through. Yes. So, so yes. what's yes. your take on that? Because they made the, like the whole animation and the sound effects like longer, bigger, everything with the card upgrade, but now they're kind of speeding it up and letting you skip it. So what's your take on that? That's fantastic. Give the player choice. You want to watch this? Cool. You don't want to watch this? Cool. Bye. Yeah. I think it, in some ways, it begs the question of, like, should it be as long in the first place, right? Shouldn't they just shorten it for everyone? But I do like the choice, but not not that this is the biggest change in the world, you know, and I'm all for it. I've been skipping through it every single one I've done since this change, and it's nice to have it go a little faster, so. Um, okay, this last one in the art and visual effects, I, I'm really curious to hear what you, you think. Uh foil and prism card mods have been improved the background art for cards with foil and prism mods should be should now be more visible on this one i've seen some mixed feelings on twitter so do you think it's truly been improved or did you like it how it was before i think it's improved i know that immediately after the changes one got very vocal about changing it back please going and asking to get in the ask dev section just really trying to get it off on a changes back immediately even the rest of the community hasn't responded yet like yeah jump of the gun a little bit yeah i i think it's still growing on me i don't think it's bad it is kind of nice to see the background a little bit crisper in the in the foil and in the prism and in the you know the rainbow effect um, I think I was just so used to the old one, so it's still a little jarring to me to see kind of the more neon, the more bright uh, version of this effect. Uh, you know, if you know if you haven't tried out the patch, go try it out. Go look at a card you've split, and you'll see what we're talking about. But um, I think it's a fine change, right? They're trying to make it more accessible, to be able to see the background better, uh, still you know understand the art of the card even when you've split it. So overall, I think it's a fine change, but. Uh, I guess more more so than this change. I'm just interested to see what other uh, split mods they add in the future. So, yeah, I, I think it's really interesting that uh, this change. I agree with it. I like it a lot. Except for 
when it's the gold cards, and now they don't look gold, they look yellow. Mm, yeah. Like, it's a little weird. It's off-putting. You definitely notice it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, we'll see. I, again, I don't think there's a big enough pushback that they're going to change anything. I've just seen a couple of loud voices, like you say, that have kind of commented on not liking the new thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, let us know your thoughts. I'd love to hear the listeners' thoughts on, on Twitter or on Discord. Let us know if you guys like the changes here. Um, in the audio section, they did add new location sounds for several locations. Uh, Adelon, Muir Island, Nivedalier, Sewer System, the Nexus, the Peak, Tinker's Workshop. So again, something they've done. They've iterated on the, the audio effects for locations and cards as time has gone on. But talking about the balance updates, this is usually Loot Muncher where you and me spend the most of the time, but there's not a ton here. Uh, so we'll just kind of go in the order, in my mind, of kind of least interesting to most interesting. Uh, first, Nick Fury has been added to the random pool. It is now possible to get Nick Fury from random sources like X-Mansion and Agent 13. Uh, so we've seen them do this before. I guess, question for you, Loot Muncher, do you feel like this should happen like a month after the essentially two months after the card's first available or would you prefer to see this right when the card is available like in the season pass should they add it as a random card that's obtainable i think it should be random card attainable from the get-go as soon as the card is released because if people are on the fence do not know if they want to buy that card they can wait play cards and randomly get it and play with it see how it feels and like, oh, okay, cool. I, I probably wasn't going to buy this. But now, I will. I will spend the money, give the season pass, and grind it. And probably will continue to. Because it's a very fun chase. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel similar to you. I think they've done these at kind of varying times after the cards have released. But I would love to see it just right off the bat so, like, everybody can, like, experience it. Like you say, I mean... They've had cards like Thanos, which doesn't really work with these random locations because it has to start in your deck, but they've had um, uh, Destroyer of Worlds. Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, destroys the other two locations. Oh, yeah. Galactus. Galactus, thank you. I'm like, I should not be forgetting the name of this uh, villain. Galactus, right, has been available since the beginning in these random locations and random effects. And, you know, I think a lot of people have pulled off a Galactus at least once, right? And so it kind of gets you excited for that card that you can't get yet or you don't have yet, et cetera. So would love to see that change. Second dinner, if you're listening, I, you know, I don't know if there's a certain reason you're waiting to do this, but would love to see the new cards uh, be pulled into the random effects from the get-go. Hey all, I wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you about marvelsnapzone.com. Marvel Snap Zone is a one-stop shop for everything Marvel Snap on the internet. They have new articles nearly every day that cover deck building, strategy, card breakdowns, etc. They have a great collection tracker tool and a decklist builder that works off of that collection tracker so that you can know what decks you can build with your current card collection. They have guides and decklists for all level players and all collection level players. Make sure to go to marvelsnapzone.com and check it out now. Yeah, 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 for sure, and especially with uh, doing it with the um, tokens coming out to be able to, uh, even if you don't do that, you can still test it out. 
yeah those things so I, I think that's pretty cool yep well next daredevil is now available in card series three or pool three um don't know if you have any thoughts to share there i think this is pretty typical uh again a couple months after it was first available on a season pass and now it is uh available as a card that people can unlock as part of pool three I think a lot of people would like it if they did change it to one month. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I think I think it would be a little bit more enjoyable if you could get it after a month. Yeah, you know, at my work, um, I've got a couple people at my day job to start playing Marvel Snap, obviously, in the last couple of weeks, and they come to me with questions and stuff, and uh, my boss actually said, do I need to buy the season pass? Am I never going to be able to get Miles Morales? And I, and I kind of explained the situation, and he felt, he's like, oh, you know, well, then I... I don't feel the pressure because I know I can get it eventually. Uh, yeah. But with the nature Just see how far you get until the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you I, get to the end, you're like, oh, I have gone up like 42 levels. This is totally worth it. Yep. And that's what I told him. I mean, I said, hey, I, you know, play it and see how far you get into the season pass. I mean, he only started, you know, a week ago playing the game and, yeah. and decide if you want to get it. But worst case scenario, if you don't get it, you can still get Miles Morales. It'll be a couple months. Uh, and obviously probably more months than that, just probability wise, right. Of pulling him. Um, but yeah, I, I think with a lot of new players coming into the game, I think, you know, we're revisiting some of these topics that have been kind of hashed out and talked about a lot during the beta period on this podcast and elsewhere. Um, I would love to see it a little bit sooner, but obviously the longer it's not available in a, uh, to be unlocked, the more people will be driven to buy the season pass, which, you know, it was going to account for the most revenue that um, that Marvel Snap and Second Dinner generate. So it's kind of a, there's pros and cons. Like I want Second Dinner to succeed. So, you know, I want people to be able to spend money in a healthy way on the game. And if this is one of those ways that drives revenue, then, you know, it helps support a game I like. So I guess that's kind of my mixed, mixed take on it. For sure, for sure. Uh, and last but not least, uh, updated functionality of Wolfsbane and Dagger to count unrevealed cards when determining their power gains. Uh, so I, I would call this a buff to Wolfsbane and Dagger, right? Wolfsbane and Dagger, because this is not how they worked previously, correct? Yes. And I think this is a big deal for both of these cards, uh, including Dagger that I have been talking with a little bit recently with uh, Willow about that. If you look at the stat game, just like who it gets the most power for the least amount of energy uh, investment. So you look at cards like Angela, Bishop, Wolfsbane, uh, stuff like that. And then so just adding this to that, I think that's, they're keeping that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it feel more playable. It's a, I mean, Again, I don't think this changes like now the move archetype is like way better than it was, but it is a buff to the move archetype, right? Dagger is a low yep. cost, can be a high power card, uh, even higher now. And so I think it's uh, definitely a, a higher include, a more frequent include in a move deck now than it was previously. So Yeah, and, and I think it can even be beyond that. I yeah. think if you build the deck correctly, if you're a turn six, is Iron Fist Dagger and then something else and already into a strong some lane situations, that's a 2-9. And yeah. then now this is easier because I've been playing this for like a week. It was very important who had priority. Now it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Yeah, very interesting. And same thing, yeah, with Wolfsbane. I mean, Wolfsbane's been a, a a mainstay of many decks, and this only makes Wolfsbane better. Yeah, it, it just helps you if you do forget the order, because before it would have not been optimal to play at first. Yeah. But now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I appreciate not having to think as hard. <laughs> for <certain things. laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, new, new player friendly. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, kind of going into the bug section as as normal. We're not gonna like go through and read all the bugs. Uh, there's several fixes, uh, several you know things for the PC client that are fixed, etc. One that did stand out to both of us was it's one of those bug fixes that we kind of scan for. Is there really any secret buffs or nerfs as part of the bug fixes? So uh, Jubilee no longer triggers on play effects for cards like Angela Bishop and Lockjaw when she pulls them from the deck. So how it worked before was if Jubilee pulled Angela, Angela would be placed there, but then Jubilee would count towards being a card played on Angela. So Angela would get plus two. Same thing with Bishop. You pull Bishop, you get plus one to Bishop as if Jubilee was played after Bishop. And then Lockjaw, if it pulled Lockjaw, then Jubilee would go back into your deck as Lockjaw. So I I think we'd call this a nerf. They call it a bug fix, but I would call this a nerf to Jubilee. Oh, absolutely. This is this is 100% targets those decks that do not want to play fake. That want to cheat something really bad really early, do really unfair things. <laughs> so the fact that they are now making that less, not stopping it, not completely stopping it, but making it less powerful as it was before. That's yeah. the decision they've gone with. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. I think um, I think all card games kind of go through this, right, of clarity, whether that's like how text is worded on cards. And we've seen some of that, too, or just how abilities work, right? Because I can't even imagine how complex it is to build a game like Marvel Snap, right, where you have your basic mechanics. Okay, there's this many turns, and this is how a turn is played, etc. But then you have all of these cards that have different abilities, and there's so many combinations, right? So it's just things you're not going to think of, of how does this interact with another card? And then is that how we want it to interact? Well, I don't know. Let's watch it and see how it plays out and people use it. And then we'll decide how to clarify it, right? Yeah, because they they, they have to figure out a way for this stuff to translate through the years smoothly and seamlessly and not look like they just get a lot better at it as they go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that is, I'm, I'm just scanning through one more time. Uh, there are several other bug fixes. I would recommend, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing, checking out the full list. Uh, but I don't think there are any hidden other uh, card buffs or nerfs in here. There's a lot of uh, special effects that are fixed for cards that just, uh, you know, had kind of weird effects in certain situations or they weren't working fully. Um, oh, 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 I have, I have a question. Go, I just go saw it. one. Attempting to matchmake without a full deck should now provide a warning message. You could queue up with like a non-card deck. Attempting to matchmake without a full deck should now provide a warning message. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. So I wonder what happened now. Now, now I can't go back and try it, right? Because I'm on the patch. But uh, yeah, because so you could go in and pick your non-perfect cards, or just know that you're going to see those cards every single game in just some random order. Well, see, this is the thing. I I, I think somebody would have figured out that the case. I wonder if it just like 
like was trying to cue you up, but then it would just like error out, but it wouldn't tell you. Like there was no warning message to tell you why it failed. You know what I mean? Oh, it just seemed like a random crash. It could be like oh snap, crash. like and it's like oh, like is my internet not working or something like that? Yeah. I, that'd be my guess yeah, because yeah. I'm sure you and me would have, you or me would have heard that like hey guess what you can use six card decks like uh, <laughs> yeah like what what i what? hope what are yeah we, doing? Uh, we we both talked to a lot of people that play a lot of marvel snap so i'm i'm sure we would have we would have known that yeah. before now yeah i can't yeah oh but that's a good catch i didn't i didn't catch that one so well awesome uh overall overall take loot muncher what is your what are your feelings on this patch how do you feel about it very very fun good patch titles surprised me. 100%. Thought it was going to be super lame. Whatever. Super funny. Think they knocked it out of the park. Keep it up. Please. Um, super fantastic. Fun stuff like that being added to the game. People got paid real money to make those and put those in the game for us to laugh at. It's yeah. fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it makes me think. I saw uh, Crack and Noel. He's been on the show before. Uh, you know, he posted on Twitter earlier today. He says uh, he posted a meme that's like a person sleeping in the clouds. You know, and it says how I sleep knowing Marvel Snap has great devs. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he tagged Marvel Snap in second dinner in his post. Uh, it, it just feels good. It, we're eating good. Right. Like uh, the I would say the global launch of Marvel Snap has been successful. Uh, I think there was a little bit of question of, OK, we had like a patch a week before release, but like. Are they going to keep the same cadence like every three-ish weeks? Are we going to get a patch? Three weeks later, here we are. We've got another patch, right? Um, this was a long one. This was a long one. Yeah. So uh, it just gives me hope that they're going to kind of keep this iterative approach that you and me have talked before about where they're just really willing to move fast, make changes, listen to the community, and just add fun content. So, And I'll, I would like to just clarify. Be a little open, a little honest. Hey, guys. Before we could turn these out every three weeks. Now we need four. Yep. And and, and th- this is why. Th- this is what's up. This is what's happening. Yep. Yeah. So excited to see the next patch. I mean, if we follow the same cadence, maybe end of the month, beginning of December, we'll see another patch that will cross your fingers, bring us uh, friendly play. Uh, you know, we understand that that's coming before the end of the year. So I'd imagine that's in the last patch or so of the year we may squeeze in two patches before the end of the year we will see holiday times obviously throw some stuff off uh if i had to put money on it i would guess uh or if i had to put eight cubes on it i would definitely guess one more patch for the year and then they'll hit the the new year with a new patch it would be my guess if they early december yep agreed drop the new season pass card. i don't know if you want to talk about that well we know I, I, I will probably we'll, you and me will probably keep that hidden for listeners. You know, okay. I'll say yeah, listeners so, leaks are out there if you want to know what feature season passes yeah. are, but they're out there if you want to find them. But knowing what that is, I think that they're going to also drop. Okay, guys, this is it in for the year. Don't expect another one until January middle ish. And then go dark, but drop it and uh the collection uh or what are they calling them the, the tokens the collect yeah collector the collector tokens. tokens yep would they drop that they should it seems like what they've been talking about it makes sense to me is that they're that's when pool four and five will come out 
for the people with full collections can go ahead and start earning those tokens. And other people can still earn them in replace of uh, like a rare drop of your three. So everyone can still get them. But obviously we don't have all cards to collect, so we're just going to get them. Uh, I, I just think that's a really cool thing. And drop that with the brand new cards, with the pull four to five, there's going to be a whole bunch of new cards for everyone to get. I think that'd be fantastic. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Take some time off. Yep. Well, time will tell. You and me will be back, uh, I'm sure, in a few weeks to talk about, hopefully, all of your predictions coming true. Uh, Luke Muncher is a fantastic gift. Yes. As always, thank you so much for being on. Always a pleasure to have you on and and for us to get together and laugh and and talk about these patches. Before we go, uh, as always, let the listeners know where they can find you and when and how they can catch QBrush. Yeah, so you can follow me at LukeMuncher0 on Twitter and Twitch. I don't stream as much right now because I'm doing a lot of big things over at QBrush. So QBrush, I started their own Twitter and their own Twitch. And that's at QBrush Events on both sites. And that's where we'll post about who's coming up uh, on the QBrush on every week on the Wednesdays. Any special rules, any guest hosts, fun things we have trying to line up some really cool things i still want you to come on yeah if you want to and i and do co-host one day. i, I do fantastic. i i'm thinking once we get into more of the thanksgiving times or christmas times that's going to be we, we will we will find a week where i i have a free wednesday for sure yeah, yeah just just squeeze them like an hour and a half and let's do it Put awesome it okay well great make sure to go catch q brush on twitch on wednesday nights Really appreciate you listening to the podcast as always, listeners, and we will catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast written, recorded, produced, and hosted by Michael Thurman. Thanks for listening.